Hello, humans, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 92. We are recording on Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, AJ ID. Today, I am joined by my usual co-host, John, the pharmacist with the sharpest wits, Swanson. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. We're uh, rocking it old school today. Yeah, we recording a little bit late than normal, so if if it sounds like we have a bit more energy as well, it's also because it's early in the day uh, compared to like normal late afternoon evening recording, so there's that. Welcome to this episode. If you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, you can reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send email the old-fashioned way to podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. That's our website. Go check it out. Sign up for our newsletter while you're there, Mostly Normal Monthly, at mngamers.substack.com. That's where back issues can be found as well. We just put out, uh, what do we call them, editions? The seventh edition? I don't know exactly what they are. Issue? Issue? The seventh issue? Yeah. (laughs) Of of the Mostly Normal Monthly. So, yeah, go check it out there. Chris and I both have a little article written up, um, but... Until you get there, I guess we can entertain you a little bit with what we've been playing. John, uh, I see that you've been continuing your foray into From Software games. How's that going for you? Oh, it's all right, man. I uh, started playing Demon Souls on PS5, which I think you've uh, sauntered into a little bit as well. Yeah. It's no Bloodborne. I think I heard somebody say the other day that you like love the first from software game that you finish and like okay that's kind of like your that's your baby <laughs> yeah but then everyone every other one after that like doesn't hit for you the same way interesting which i guess for me wouldn't be true because Sekiro was the first one i like technically finished even though i used mods and cheated heavily so that maybe, maybe that one why. doesn't count but <laughs> yeah. uh it's still it's still a lot of fun i think chris uh <laughs> had said this too but you like I don't know. There's something about a from software game that's just a lot because it's so challenging and so many and there are so many different aspects of it to which you have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. It, it's. I think Chris said like I'm playing a from software game so I can feel something, like <laughs> which is kind of true because you you have to be involved. It's not something you just like can pick up and uh you know play a little bit and put it down like you have to like kind of have a game plan when it whenever you pick up the controller so it takes a lot more out of you i feel like than just any other like an assassin's creed game where you can just pick it up and like go fuck around for a while yeah you can't even play it i mean you have to be like in the right state of mind because i tried playing it the other day and i couldn't even make it past like the first couple like normal guys that i always beat and i'm like okay this is not going to work right now yeah exactly man and it's like if you like the frustration like can catch you pretty easily like if you lose souls and if you let that bother you which i guess i learned from bloodborne how to not let that bother me because it's while it's frustrating, usually by the time you got back to the point that you died, like you probably have as many souls or whatever currency it is that you're chasing in whichever particular from software game. Right. You probably have enough of those built up to where you didn't really lose anything because you had to fight every enemy that you encountered again. So if you like 
like it happened to me last night. Like I died and I was uh, almost back to where I needed to recollect my souls and then died again because oh I got gosh. greedy. <laughs> I didn't see another enemy and I dropped down. I was like, I can take these two guys out. And then like one of these red eyed demons came out of nowhere and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I died. <laughs> so now all my souls are gone. And it's like if I think before I played Bloodborne, like I that I let that shit bother me a lot more. And now it just doesn't. I mean, it frustrates me. Like I turned the game off after that, but not like because I was angry, <laughs> but because I was like, well, I can't. I don't want to do all of that all over again right now. So I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I'm I am following a walkthrough and the walkthrough isn't as interesting as the last one. Like the Bloodborne walkthrough that I followed was very informative. And mm-hmm. the guy talked about the lore and stuff, um, which made it far more interesting to me because I knew what was happening in the world. Whereas this guy is like basically speed running through it. So you watch like five minutes of the video and that's probably like at least 30 to 40 minutes of your actual gameplay so right, yeah because he's can like obviously a lot better at it but it's still a lot of fun to get into and i'll probably play it a little bit more easy after the first playthrough and see how it goes i don't know what did you think when you played it other than dying and it crashing on you i've had a really well that only happened one time but that was pretty frustrating but also to its credit, when it when it reloaded, I didn't like lose any progress. So, dude, that because it happened to me yesterday, and I was like, "Fuck!" Because yeah. I had like seventy eight hundred souls or something. Yeah. I was pissed, and so I restarted it back up, and I was literally exactly where I was when the game crashed. Yeah, with the that, same amount of souls and everything. Yeah, so I thought that was super weird, actually. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> that's a cool thing that they've figured out how to do. I don't. Maybe that's how it was in older Souls games. I'm not really sure, but uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. that's a cool for sure. That's if if that's a new thing, I guess I didn't know if it was new, but <laughs> yeah, maybe all games could do that because that'd be pretty. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> that'd be something. But it's also one of those games, man, that kind of makes you hopeful for the future because I like, you know how we're supposed to have that feature where you can swap between games like you can have multiple games in suspend mode. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes I don't want to play demon souls but i'm like not at an arc stone or whatever so i can't stop and i can't switch games so i have to like play a game on my on apple arcade or on my switch or whatever but anyway i just realized now that i probably haven't said anything about the game in particular but i'm guessing people listening to this podcast probably well well aware of what demon souls is and oh yeah (laughs) uh i don't really have much to say outside of it other than the there are different aspects from bloodborne that are pretty apparent but it's yeah uh from software game so what do you want to know it's sweet playing at 60 frames and also it's kind of like that thing that you said about bloodborne how maybe at first maybe this changed for you over time but how you weren't really into the setting i kind of feel that about demon souls people are like oh it looks so cool and i'm like it looks like shit. Like the <laughs> artists did a really good job and the graphics are amazing, but it looks like shit. It's like crumbling castles and like, you know, it, it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely like, doesn't. The What I'm trying to say is like the developers did a very, very wonderful job making it look shitty. <laughs> yeah, because like everywhere you go, you can tell shit went down. Like exactly. something happened. Yeah, like, it's like crumbling and like, yeah, so, very, very, very detailed, but I wouldn't call it pretty, at least that where I've made it so far. Dude, I so I was in like the Prison of Hope um, 
a couple nights ago and mm-hmm. like there's it's storming outside so occasionally like you'll have these lightning flashes that light up the area oh. around you and that shit's just unreal man that is cool the lighting then, is like, amazing even like the very first tunnel that you go into where that blob boss guy is like oh yeah it looks like you can barely see it in there but then when you hit like the edge it like adjusts your eyes for you you know like in yeah. real life if you walk from the sun in there it takes a split second <laughs> yeah exactly and like the torches like the i can't think of the name of them you know like torches that are on the side of walls and like the smoke coming off of them yeah torches sounds good to me <laughs> it's it's gorgeous it's a gorgeous game to look yeah, at yeah for sure um and then i've been playing are you familiar with the shantae series of games i'm not i'm not at all okay they're like 2d 2d platformers basically Uh-oh. Which I know is shocking, but uh, I don't know if you remember me talking about Monster Boy and yeah. whatever last year. But uh, it, it's very similar to that, where you get different powers based on whatever the theme of that particular game is. Like, for instance, this one, like a bunch of the half genie heroes, which is what Shantae is. Her mom was a half. A half her genie. mom was a genie in her dad was apparently a human i guess and then so there's like half genies but there's not very many of them i don't really oh, wow, this it is looks the, super cool it is I'm a lot of fun trailer right now and it looks like the like whatever frames or whatever are really crisp and fast yeah and it's not i wouldn't say it's like super challenging but it's not a walk in the park either but it's no uh like dead cells or um hollow Knight or anything like that as far as 2d platformers go it's definitely a little bit more straightforward um kind of metroidvania it i think monster boy is probably the the closest analog i can make to it um but it's it's a lot of fun and it's very self-aware of what it is it's like humor is pretty self-aware like you're chasing around this squid baron who wants to tell you about the video game that he wants to make (laughs) And like he stops you in the middle of like battles to be like, no, here, you got to hear me out on this video game idea. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so it's like, I don't know, there's some comical parts in there. And, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for 2D platformers. And I played this on uh, Apple Arcade with my backbone controller, which these two things are starting to be kind of take over my life when I'm have some downtime and not near my PlayStation. So I can't wait till xCloud is released on iPhones, man. They need to figure yeah, that out. Cause really that'll do. be like the bane of my, or that'll like be all I do ever. Yeah. Actually play games on game pass then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of just downloading them and let them sit there like I do <laughs> currently. So, uh, yeah, that's, I did finish the Shantae and seven sirens. It's about like eight hours. If you're into 2d platformers, it's, definitely worth checking out especially if you have apple arcade because it's on there and free for the five dollars per month or whatever so how about you man it looks like you've been farming a little bit yeah well i've been actually farming in outriders a little bit as well too since we're leading up to that i touched a little bit on the monster hunter rise demo which i'm going to talk more about monster hunter rise later in news but um, i didn't want to play it too much just because i didn't want to spoil the game for myself sure and what I've really been farming in, like you mentioned, is a farming game that is called Stories of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. And it's made by the people who created, what was it called? We Oh my God. Hey, Harvest Moon. Moon. Harvest Moon. Yeah. Um, and I know Harvest Moon kind of had like a huge cult following there for a while. 
um, all my friends who had N64, um, his little sisters played it. So like, we'd have to like kind of battle his little sisters for the N64, like, cause we wanted to go play Star Fox, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, so the people who made that game actually are the ones that work for this new developer now, Marvelous Interactive. Um, the people who develop Harvest Moon now, they're completely different. They just like bought the name Harvest Moon. So it's kind of like just a, a nameplate more than anything. Yeah. I've heard um, the so, new Harvest Moon game kind of sucks. Yeah. Or I don't know. I've never played it. And I just think maybe people are just feel that way. Cause it's not what they expected it to be, which is what this game is. Sure. So anybody who was like, like an OG Harvest Moon uh, fan should go play this, the stories of, of seasons. And I'm enjoying it a lot. It's all, it's like if, Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley had a baby because like Stardew Valley had a lot more to do like you would have your barn and like you had all these little I don't even know they almost look like washing machines that you like make jelly in and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) they're like we're like food processors or something Um, and this game has stuff like that too but then it also kind of has closer to the Animal Crossing like art style so it's really I think the best of the three of them because uh, they kind of like took the good things from Animal Crossing and the good things from Stardew Valley and like combined them. And it almost looks a little bit like the like Pokemon Sword and Shield art style. Um, right. So everyone's kind of like, you know, anime and cute or whatever. And... You heard it here first. Story of Seasons better than Animal Crossing. It is. It's true. And then also you can like give everyone presents and like make them like you, which is kind of the same in Animal Crossing, but I don't know. It's just a lot more in depth in this game. Animal Crossing is like really, really simple in a lot of ways. Yeah. (laughs) I, I wish I could like input more on this conversation, man. I feel like completely uh, lost because I played a little bit of Stardew Valley and people describe that game as being very like, cathartic and relaxing mm-hmm. and i the opposite happened to me like it was the most panicked i like feel in a game because i felt like a timer was constantly running so i had to figure out how much stuff i could get done before the day was over or the season changed or whatever was going <laughs> to happen next so i was in like a constant state of panic and <laughs> like i did not find it at all like entertaining or relaxing so i quit playing it see i have a feeling that that could easily happen to you in this game and i actually thought about you when i was starting out because i was like i'm gonna keep this operation small so i'm like no matter how many seeds i get i'm only gonna plant uh these like three rows or whatever i did like three different sections of two rows and then like a different area that has like some animal food so i was like okay this is all of the places that i'm gonna grow shit so I can literally like water everything in like two hours of the game of the day. Right. And then I can do whatever I want. I'll like go fishing or go explore like the mines or do whatever. So I thought about you. I was like, okay, how would John play this? And I was like, okay, in order to make myself less stress, I'm going to keep it small. And so far it's working. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. And I actually have had like moments where I'm just like, completely zoned out just chopping trees chopping trees chopping trees yeah i could see that being like somewhat relaxing if you weren't focused on like the pat the fact that time is passing and you mm-hmm. like want to get something done i guess maybe it's my own fault for feeling like i need to like yeah. achieve something each day or whatever 
Mm-hmm. But it has like like you can have a dog. Like you can buy a dog and have him like run around your farm, and uh, you can put a leash on him and take him for walks, and like throw the ball and he'll like fetch it. Nice. Yeah, and stuff like that. So you can have like a real pet. Um, I don't. I haven't made it this far yet, but you can get a mount, and I don't know if there's more than just a horse, but um, for sure you can get a horse. <laughs> nice. Is it just called a mount? Because then that would lead me to believe it says that you... mount, but also there's some. There's like a tiny bit of like little minute translation differences that you wouldn't really notice unless you knew that the game was made in Japan. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Like that. Like there's some certain things like in there. Very, very, very like detail. Like they didn't even stick out right now, but that's one of them. Like mount. Like I don't know if they mean horse or if they mean thing to ride. Yeah, exactly. Are you playing it on your Switch? Yep, I'm playing it on Switch. It's the perfect okay. Switch game. I actually yeah, haven't played sure. it in dock mode at all yet, um, but I think it'd be fun in dock mode too. It's just it's good. It's a good. It's a great thing to play while watching like a movie or TV because you don't have to focus on it. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're a freak show like me who <laughs> has to be feel like you got to accomplish something constantly. I'm like, I don't even really need to water these today, do I? <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna go to the the, the town. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> If only I could think that way. Is that all you've been playing, man? Yeah, pretty much. That's that's it. Cool. Well, let's get into some news. Let's do it. It's the news. Okay, first on the news today, a little bit of sad. Um, John, I know that you were talking in the Slack. How about you're you're about to spend a bunch of money because uh, there's a report from Kirk McKeon at thegamer.com that says PS3, Vita, and PSP stores are going to be permanently closed in a few months. This info is also other places. This is just where I took it from. So, John, have you really not spent and bought all the PS Vita games that you need by now? <laughs> No, I haven't. Not even close because there's there's tons on there, and there's I think Chris brought it up too, or maybe you. Uh, all the PS One and PS Two classic games that are on there and on PS Three, man, like that means those are going to be gone. So I don't know. It brings up this weird, like, gaming history preservation topic. Yeah, as it usually does, where you're talking about like games. So if they close this store, then PS1 and PS2 games and these like PS Vita, PSP, PS3 games, like unless you have the system and disc and it still operates, which how many people have a working PlayStation 1? And I mean, I'm sure there are people out there, but probably not that many. Um, The only other way to keep these games in perpetuity is by pirating them and downloading emulators and stuff, which it's unfortunate that our options are do it illegally or don't do it at all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's really a fair choice. I feel like Sony should at least make some effort to make sure that these games stay around for a while. And uh, I can't, I mean, I'm sure it costs money to maintain and I'm sure that the money it costs is not, or the money that they receive by selling the games on these particular systems is not worth the money it takes to keep them open. But at the same time, I can't imagine maintaining the data 
you know, how big is a server now? The server that Microsoft Flight Simulator is running off is like five or six pentabytes or something. And your yeah. Vita game is like eight megabytes. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's more than that, but you know what I mean? Like, right, it's not yeah. like there's a ton of data there that needs to be maintained. So um, if anything, that's my biggest problem with it. It's kind of, for instance, like when we were playing Final Fantasy VII Remake last summer, I it made me want to go back and play the game where you they introduce you to Zack, who's like mm, Cloud's yeah. doppelganger, kind of, but not really, or whatever the hell is happening in yeah. that game. And you probably would not have ever played that without yeah seeing that whatever. Clip. Right. And like it sucks that like, say with the next remake, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, two or whatever they call it like say it introduces something else crystal chronicles that's what the name of the game i'm pretty sure um you know it's just it sucks that we can't go back and play these games unless we want to do it illegally yeah i guess i don't know what your thoughts are on it i mean uh, there's not it's not that often that i go back and play old games but i did just have to go just to play Monster Hunter Stories, I had to buy... Well, I guess I didn't have to buy a 3DS. I had to buy some kind of DS to play it. Um, so I literally had to spend like $120. Well, I didn't have to get all the other games inside. You know what I'm saying, though? I had yeah. to buy a console and the game just to play it. So yeah. I've already experienced that. <laughs> I get, Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, like, I was lucky enough to when I bought a 2DS, it was when they were releasing like special editions of them before they were completely wiped out. Uh, and I got my 2DS for 80 bucks and it came with Ocarina of Time pre-installed oh, nice. on it. So like uh, it was a pretty good deal, but it it would be cool if that stuff was available in some other form. You know what I mean? Like if you had a, if there was just like a PC store, Nintendo had a store or, or PlayStation had a store where you could buy these games and they made them playable on a PC or something, you know what I mean? Cause that yeah. seems to be the only platform that is consistent enough to, you know, have going forward, I guess, mm-hmm. without all these extra bells and whistles that we seem to have with consoles, like a touchscreen and shit like that. So I don't know. It's kind of irritating and we'll see if they actually do it, but like as an aside real quick, like how, how huge, how much credit would, PlayStation get like I know Xbox is backwards compatible and they say like Sony has said numerous times that people don't use it they just want it but like how much fan service would Sony receive if or like how many accolades would they receive if they just like released a PlayStation version of Steam or Epic Store that had PlayStation games from PS1, PS2, 3, Vita, PSP like for you to play like and you had to pay for them but they made them work with their controllers and shit like people would fucking go nuts yeah that would be awesome and there'd be lots of good pr yeah and they would make some money off of it and i don't understand why they don't put forth the effort to do these things and maybe they are i don't know but it doesn't look like it yeah well anyway xbox is the next story uh they're doing some stuff with their network or xbox live whatever you want to call it because xbox live has been officially rebranded to xbox network uh this headline is written by matt wales uh he's a reporter at Eurogamer. it's pretty self-explanatory but it's kind of a big deal too it's a, in a way is also an end of an era the end of the xbox live era 
Uh, John and I as Sony ponies might not have too much insight, but John, I know like for a long time, I only had an Xbox 360. So I lived in, in the green world for a while and I had a lot of fun in that ecosystem and, and it's always going to be Xbox live to me. So I don't know yeah. how they're going to fix this in my brain. I, my guess is, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like it, I had a 360 for a long time before I had a PlayStation three. Oh, and, awesome, uh, yeah. like Xbox live arcade. I know I wrote an article about that a couple of months ago for the most normal gamers monthly, but, uh, yeah, it's, it is one of those things that will kind of always exist in your mind as such. But I think the reason they're, my guess is that they're going to like combine Xbox live and, and game pass into something. I, I don't know. It seems weird to just change it for, I don't know, just for nothing unless they're rebranding or like shuffling services around or something. You know what I mean? I think they're, like you said, they're just making it all Xbox ultimate or whatever. And it's going to be all one thing, right? (laughs) They're not taking anything away. They're just changing what it's called. Yeah. And I think they're just compiling it into like, I just don't think Xbox live is a thing anymore. Like I think they have game pass and live is like just, under the umbrella of game pass or something or not even game pass like uh ability to play multiplayer games is a feature of game pass now yeah exactly (laughs) exactly rather than making it two separate services it's just kind of making it maybe so that you just game pass is where it's at well this is good this is gonna just we always joke on the podcast about all the different confusing names xbox has with their xbox one x and their xbox series x and their xbox ones and this is just a way to simplify that by making one name be for all. So I, th- I think it's yeah. just an ongoing process that we're going to have to all deal with for a little bit, but eventually it'll just be like Xbox network on Xbox. Just Xbox on Xbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on PC. <laughs> <laughs> and your cell phone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good times. Good times. Any final thoughts on Xbox live? Well, not really. I just, and I added these to the end so we can talk about them a little bit later. They're just, Microsoft's just fucking killing it. And I just think that when you, well, I'll just bring it up now because we're talking about Microsoft. Oh, yeah. But yeah. like we had also, I pulled an article from The Verge and Sam Byford, which this was reported at Bloomberg too and a bunch of other places. Okay. I, Microsoft. All right. I see why you put this on here. But tell me, yeah. tell me, tell me, all right. Tell me about it. <laughs> So Microsoft is in talks apparently to buy Discord for ten billion dollars. Okay, but if you read the article, it's like, but they might not. Like this article yeah. is like a story about something not happening. So that's why I didn't put it in. I'm like, yeah, D- Microsoft's talking to Discord about not buying Discord. <laughs> is what the article I, basically read. So I guess I was. I thought it maybe spoke more to the kind of like plays. Microsoft is making like in the past week, Microsoft, like they are in the past two weeks or three weeks, whatever it is, they made that final with uh, Zenimax Media or whatever, which included Bethesda and uh, Arcane and ID and all like everything under the Zenimax Media umbrella. And that was all finished. And now they're in talks, like you said, like it's it's not anything like confirmed or anything, but uh, possibly to buy Discord. And also within the last week, PlayStation bought Evo, which 
that's cool i think in some ways for playstation to buy evo uh because it keeps that fighting uh like that will be give them good uh what do you want to say fan service to like the fighting game community because there's a lot of people that follow that but that's also i don't know if you remember from last year there was a big fiasco with the smash community like fighting community and like kind of taking advantage of their uh community you know with certain yeah there was abuse allegations i think is what it was and then and and i thought it had some to do with this tournament too so i don't want to i don't want to say that and be wrong but i swear evo fighting came up during all of that yeah as well but i guess like this comparison to me playstation's making moves but they're not necessarily like these huge moves that uh microsoft or not even in the same ballpark it's no, like like Bethesda. Uh, <laughs> yeah exactly like microsoft is out there getting uh fucking i don't know tom brady or whatever and playstation is supporting you know what i mean yeah. as far as like evo goes it's just like i don't know it's just weird to me and i just don't think those two things are in the same microsoft's just playing a different game man and yeah. they're just like buying a bunch of shit so i just thought that was kind of a very apparent discrepancy between the two yeah for sure enough about xbox and playstation it's time to talk about nintendo because apparently there's a report in bloomberg by takashi mochizuki and ian king about how nintendo is going to be using quote faster nvidia chips in the new 2021 switch model um, and according to the article, it's going to be ready for sale by like Christmas time. They say holiday season. So I don't know if I believe any of this to be honest. I mean, I believe about the chip and stuff like that, but I don't know if I believe about it coming out in time for this year's shopping season. Yeah, I don't know, man. It depends on if the chipset that they're using is like part of the massive shortage. I guess what I've heard is that the screens that they're using and possibly the chips that they're using for these are not in the same category as those that are on huge shortage and driving the increased demand and lack of supply of like the PlayStation five and Xbox series X and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I've heard that's why they can produce possibly produce them faster or in more in a higher quantity than uh, the PlayStation five or Xbox series X. And so it's certainly possible, man. I, but I'm with you. Like, I just don't see, anything coming out anytime soon gosh i really need one too i keep talking about how my switch is like on its last breath because i'm still on the og oh yeah you got your launch one still yeah i was gonna get the monster hunter one but then i heard this report yeah and why yeah why (laughs) do that i got the one with the like upgraded battery or whatever updated chipset that makes the battery last longer i guess i should say yeah and like it's yeah, it's still kicking it, obviously. So I, I can certainly wait until whenever this one comes out. But yeah, I feel you for... Because like four years is a long time for a console, man. Like one, if we're playing games as much as you and I probably do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're getting a lot of use out of it. So it's kind of like normal to have to replace it every like four or five years, probably. Yeah. It's like a PC or whatever. Getting new Joy-Cons helps. I'll say that. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. oh, this feels all new and crisp. Yeah, I agree. 
yeah it's nice but we'll see. i don't know i mean i just want to see what it looks like yeah bigger screen would be awesome yeah hopefully get rid of that bezel on the yeah i'm the, looking like, at my quarter right inch now. bezel There's so much wasted space right there it's amazing it's, yeah it is ridiculous i don't understand and the screen should be a lot brighter because i think it's supposed to be oled or something isn't it yeah oled yeah yeah which will be sweet man so let's hope for it that'd be cool yep fingers crossed i will be 100 percent getting one if they let me yeah good luck mostly because by the time it comes out i would have killed my current switch by playing monster hunter rise which yeah. comes out tomorrow right yeah i don't know tomorrow today is 25th uh we said wednesday at the beginning of our recording it was actually thursday because oh, yeah. we never record old habits die hard yeah yeah so ignore i guess nobody they wouldn't know that either we didn't have to tell them that um yeah. but anyways yeah tomorrow is when monster hunter rise comes out so i'm pretty stoked about that i did pre-order it digitally um there's just so much cool shit that i'm excited about this game for like some simple things that I heard just off the top of my head reading on like IGN and listening to podcasts and stuff is when you mine crystals, you only have to hit like the button one time. You don't have to like yeah. hold it and like wait for him to like chop, 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 which is like just an unnecessary waste of time, especially if you're paying, you know, 500 hours of the game, like two and a half hours of that is just chopping crystals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's cool. Um, they're doing some other things like, in hot areas, you don't have to drink a cool drink. And in cold areas, you don't have to drink the hot drink. So you don't have to worry about like temperature where you're at, which I that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think some people will be upset about that because it's just another yeah, layer of so strategy. Too. But also what all you have to do is like get one thing that you grow in a plant thing at your main base anyway, and then make a potion to drink like it's just it's that's a waste of time. Like. <laughs> yeah it is um and you like it's kind of like a from software game too when you because if you go to take a drink or heal and you get hit by something it sometimes not only uses your potion but doesn't give you the effect yeah. of said potion or whatever so i remember finding that incredibly frustrating when i was playing monster Hunter world yeah so they're definitely adding some more like ease of life you know accessibility to it and then there's all the cool shit like you get to ride the monsters this time in a different way where like um i don't know anybody who played god of war remembers like how like you could jump on the back of like the ogres and like steer them around and like fight the yeah, little people yeah. with the ogre um you can kind of do that with the monsters like like jump on the back of them with straps and like steer them around and fight other monsters with the monster oh yeah also i think the biggest news that i'm kind of intentionally overlooking is the the palamute you get to ride a dog which everyone loves riding dogs <laughs> yeah and apparently you have like an eagle or something in this one too like you have three pets it sounded like yeah there's so many and then there's also um like apparently you can find endemic life which you couldn't find in monster hunter world but they were just like pets that you could put in like your room or whatever but in this game, I guess the endemic life actually will have effects. Like you can use a fire bug to like throw fire and start the monster on fire versus like, you know, them just kind of being tokens of the environment. Gotcha. Yeah, there's lots of cool shit going on here. And also um, there's a review written by Martin Robinson, Martin Robinson at Monster Hunter 
Rise Review is what he calls it. Uh, it's over on Eurogamer.net. And he says that this is the best Switch game since Breath of the Wild, uh, which I think is a bold yeah, statement to say. That is a bold statement. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know, I'm just so excited. I became such a huge Monster Hunter stan over the last couple of years since World came out. Yeah, World's a fantastic game. Yeah. I never got into Iceborne. I kind of wish I had played or bought that one, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really fun, man. I I don't think I'll get it on my Switch. I'm hoping it'll, it's like a console exclusive for a limited time or whatever. I, I'm hoping because I'd rather play it on my PS5 where you get those visuals and stuff. But I think if you're a big Monster Hunter fan, it's perfectly playable. I played a little bit of it on the Switch and it's fantastic. It's just, I would rather wait for yeah. the updated visuals and I'm guessing... You probably have to be online for a, it's kind of like putting destiny on the switch. It's like one of those things where I'm like, well, I don't really feel like I would play it that much. Does it have the same thing where you go like hunt a monster and you have like 50 minutes or whatever and you can't pause it? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I don't know if you can pause it by yourself. Probably not, but yeah, it does the same exact thing. And so I, I guess I, for me, like the switch is like on the go. So like when my son's like, Hey, I'm going to jump on your neck right now. I can hit the button <laughs> and not be in the game. Uh, so like the idea of playing monster hunter, a monster hunter game on my switch where I have to like finish what I'm doing just is kind of counterintuitive. Yeah, I get that. I think I'm going to end up playing a lot of this game on the dock, which I never, ever, ever do me and Gucci in a game using PlayStation app for our party talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe discord. Who knows? Yeah, I know we got to set up that. Did Chris or Angie ever set up that discord? For I don't us? know. That, I mean, mostly normal games. I'm, check I'm that pretty, out because I think that would be a good idea. I'm like never on discord. I'm bad. I should use it more. I'm not either, but I think it would maybe uh, encourage me to use it more if I could like hop on there yeah. and talk on my phone versus on my PlayStation. It's super fun for like the like the Minnesota Rocker, the version one watch parties because you can like yeah. be watching the Rocket League game and then all the people are like reacting to what's happening and it's super hype. <laughs> it's awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I and I like the idea of having it slightly separate, like not the obligation to do it separately but the availability to like have your chat app on a separate device than mm-hmm. you're gaming on yeah because it's kind of annoying sometimes to have like those notifications pop up and shit i'm like i don't fucking care right now you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 100 percent. like aj wants to start a conversation with you go away i don't care well, and then if you're in a party like that big one if anytime anyone ever joins it it's like yeah so and so wants to start a con- or a voice exactly. chat. It's like, no, yeah, you're exactly. in a voice chat. You're just joining one that already is in his existence. Right. They should get rid right. of that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't... Do you know, have they said uh, anything about this being like a console launch exclusive? And then... I'm guessing it will be. Everything that hard. I've heard is, is it's on Switch only, but I also haven't researched that deep. Yeah. Um, oh, dude. As a real quick aside, mm-hmm. like... I downloaded the, uh, on my phone, dude, this backbone controller has like changed my life <laughs> because I downloaded the, uh, what is it? G force now you've heard about that, right? Have I? It's like the, it's like a streaming service for your PC. So it syncs with your steam account. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, 
stream any games that you own on Steam. That's cool. From like a server, like it's not from your PC, it's using like whatever. And you have to, it's free, but then you have to like wait in a queue and you can only play for like an hour, but it's like $10 a month. And it made me think like, maybe I should buy more games on PC because then I can stream them to my freaking phone whenever I want to, which is just uh, the future that we live in, man. I think we <laughs> don't stop and think like, holy shit, how is it possible well, that I'm doing this right now? Things are happening so fast. It's like, you can't even keep up like I have my Oculus is just in a drawer that I haven't even opened for like a month and a half. <laughs> Same dude. Like we have these like fantastic machines that were like, eh, fucking thing. I'll play with it later, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's just funny to me. Yeah. It's but uh, it's a pretty cool future aside from the virus and right. whatnot. It's a pretty cool yeah, future. Yeah, we'll get rid of that sometime soon. Yeah, dude. Well, I think that's it for news. Yeah, yeah. And we did get a mostly normal question sent in via Twitter from James Halliday, a.k.a. Butlord Primus, on Twitter. Nice. He writes in, What's your favorite bad game? A game against all odds that you know is bad, but love it anyway. Do you have an answer? I don't, and I've been thinking about it for like a day and a half. Um, <laughs> I have one. I'll, like, there's more than just one. I'm sure oh, I have several. I do have go mine. So, okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, like, the, the first one that comes to mind is Knack and Knack 2. Okay. Like, I, I almost got the Platinum in Knack, the first one. <laughs> Granted, it was a launch game, I think. You should go back and get it. <laughs> but, dude, it's actually, like, a lot harder than you would oh. think. And uh, Knack 2, and I know they are uh, kind of shit upon. And I really don't think they're that bad of games, to be honest with you. There are some aspects of them that are pretty irritating, but I think they're perfectly uh, fine games. But that would definitely be one where I'm sure people would say that game sucks and i i don't love it like i'm not gonna sit here and defend it like <laughs> vehemently defend it but like i still think it's good and enjoy it enjoyed my time with them both of them one and two that's good i've actually neither never played them so i i can't comment but that's the other thing man like how many people talk shit on knack and have never played either one of them it's just like, like the cool thing to do to pick yeah that. exactly like <laughs> you know what play it and then tell me you hate it like two different things what you got mine would be mass effect andromeda i'm like oh I like yeah randomly we'll just think every like once every six months that this game's all right and i'll tweet out mass effect andromeda was a good game <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes people will be like like i don't know most of the time people are like oh yeah oh it had some good character development and story but the environments were empty and blah 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 and i'm like yeah, I just I'm just gonna tweet this again in six months. So if you're if yeah, ready for this exactly. comment again, <laughs> keep it saved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I guess that game. Honestly, if it didn't have like the weird facial animation things that weren't even like in the game when it started, it was like a preview, like or whatever before updated. I don't know. And the facial well, I, was fine when I was in it. It did some weird stuff with the hair sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that it, with the patches and stuff after it launched, it got a lot better. Yeah. I didn't play enough of it to really find out because I just wasn't, I didn't find it engaging enough mm. in the first like three to five hours to keep me interested. But who knows, man, with the 
release schedule and all these games getting delayed, like I might go back to it. I'd be more than happy for like a bunch of games to get delayed to next year. I have tons of games that I'd be more than happy to spend time playing. <laughs> yeah, it's the year of the backlog, as Chris mentioned. Yes. Either on the last pot or in the slack or something. I don't know where I hear or read things anymore. Bring it on. Think about how much <laughs> money we'll save this year, AJ, if we, like true. all these AAA games get delayed. Except and, for uh, I did just start getting into the part of the year where I have to buy things, though, with Monster Hunter Rise and then Outriders. Are you going to get Returnal? I don't know. I really want to play it, but I'm also like kind of afraid of it. Um, yeah. Maybe it'll be one of those like PS5 free games in like a couple months, too. Oof, yeah, maybe. It's 70 bucks, so we'll, yeah, we'll see. I'm actually, I don't know why I'm, I seem like the only one who's like super excited about that game. I that think I know. James Halliday, the guy who just wrote in his question, I think he's all about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it looks really cool, man. It's, it looks like something I've not played before and i think it's like a film software game with guns is what it is right uh, kind of because it has like maybe. it's it's a roguelike except for it changes the environment so there's that yeah yeah when you yeah i don't know i'm i'm looking forward to it i think it's i just it seems like a lot of people are kind of poo-pooing it and from what i've seen it's it looks really cool so yeah i don't know so. but i think that's late april or something that's the next game coming out that i'm like probably gonna get right on for sure so anywho well, thanks for the question james yeah at james. lord Plymouth. and on that note i think that does it for our show as well yeah. thank you john for joining the podcast this week can you yeah, let thanks, people man. know where they can find you on those internets i'm at johnny samsonite on twitter awesome you can find me at ajid on twitter uh, once again if you want to contribute to the content you can send those emails to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com you can be like the but Lord Primus and follow us on Twitter and send in your questions that way. Also, Mostly Normal Monthly, that's our our uh, newsletter. Go sign up for that. And then leave us a five-star review because it makes Chris happy. And we always like making Chris happy. It's a good idea. Yep. John, this is an early morning recording. I normally ask you what you're going to go play. I suppose I probably could ask you. What are you going to go play? <laughs> uh, who knows? I do, That's the one thing about my life, man, is I get done recording and never know what I'm going to walk into. It's an adventure. Could I be a pot? It's always in the back of my mind. I could possibly just go play games for two hours, but that never happens. But the hope <laughs> is there. You know what I mean? But I do have to go to work at some point today. So Right on. Yeah. All right. How about you? You going to go go screw around in Olive Town? Probably. Yeah, I'm going to go it. cut some trees down. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck those trees, man. Fuck them up. All right. Thanks, All right, everybody. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.